0: through today, Monday, June 28th of 2021. (laughs) And uh, yeah, so I'm back, hi. Um, Luckily for you, it feels like I was only gone for a day. For me, I was gone for, uh, well, I just came back today, (laughs) Um, like three hours ago. And uh, it's okay. It was just a weird week last week and like my brain needed time to recover Um, and it finally feels like it's good, Um, which is great. So today I was pretty productive in terms of like everything around my life and then coming into podcast world at like four o'clock in the afternoon, um, which is about what time I normally start on weekdays anyway. Um, It's just I had obviously a few more days to cover than normal. Well, one more day to cover than normal because I don't typically skip on weekend events or like weekend recordings, but I did yesterday and uh, you know, I'm feeling better. So hopefully that sticks Um, and we are, we are good. So we are going to jump right in. I am going to talk about most of the events that happened. Um, Some I'm going to kind of gloss over. Um, and then Salma, I'll talk in more detail on. Um, I do hope that this goes no longer than 40 minutes, so I will be, of course, cautious of that um, in the things that I discuss longer. Um, so with all of that being said, let's jump in with the Belgian royal family. Belgium. over the past few days. There have been, of course, several events. Um, Friday was pretty exciting. Um, King Philippe and Queen Mathilde welcomed the Secretary General of the United Nations to, uh, I think, Castle Laken, which is their, like, residence and where they've been primarily working out of through the pandemic um, and where they will receive people occasionally. Like, Joe Biden was received at the Royal Palace. Um, but I'm pretty sure this one was castle laken. Um and that is this is going to happen in a good few of our monarchies. Um like this week King Felipe and Queen Letizia are also welcome, welcoming him. Um so he was just recently reelected as the secretary general of the UN. Um and so I suspect this is kind of like an election tour kind of thing. I don't know how many of the countries he'll be visiting. Um, but so far Belgium and then uh, with King Felipe and Queen Letizia on Friday. So I'm not sure if any of our other countries are in between. Um, I know some are not, but some don't post everything. Um, and so that was Friday, uh, one event. And then also on Friday was the Queen Matilde Prize um, like ceremony. Um, and so that was given to an organization called, I believe, Debateville, which is a... Speech and debate debate organization that helps children, um, young people, gain self confidence and um, learn a very a varied skill set um, that comes with something in like speech and debate. Um, you learn to think and form words to your thoughts, which is really hard to do when you're thinking about it. Um, Like, I'm like, oh, I should express my thoughts clearly in this moment and I'm doing a terrible job. But, um, and it does, it helps gain, it helps create confidence and, um, confidence in what you're saying and also of your, your specific knowledge and skill set. So that was really cool. Um, And then everything was pretty quiet over the weekend. Um, They did send out a social media tweet or post congratulating the Belgian national soccer team who won their match in the Euro finals. Um, Or it's not the finals yet. It was the round of 16 for the Euro Cup. Um, So, they just sent out that tweet. I think their game was on Sunday. Um, And that brings us to today. So King Philippe held a couple of ceremonial things and kingly duties, uh, this morning. So he swore in a new member of the constitutional court who I believe was a woman, which like finally, cause Belgium is supposed to be putting more women on their constitutional court. And this I think was a successful situation like that. Good for them. Um, and then he held a meeting with a prime minister. They do this every Monday. Um, And then in what was a shock to me, uh, he and Queen Mathilde were all of a sudden in Germany. Um, So I did not know this was coming. Uh, No idea. But today marked the first day of the annual meeting of heads of state for countries that speak German or have German as a primary language, Um, which Belgium is one. So Belgium has three uh, main languages, French, Dutch and German, Um, and so every year they go to this event. Um, This year it was held in Germany. I don't think it was super announced that this was happening. Um, It's not on their calendar anywhere. I even um, went and looked at some of the, like, there are a couple of other royal families, so Luxembourg and Liechtenstein, both are German-speaking countries as well. Um, so I went to look to see if like their calendars had anything on it and there was nothing. Um, so that was a little bit of a surprise today. Um, so they were taking part in a couple of different things, but the focus of the conversations, uh, were on global cohesion in, uh, the world of COVID and the pandemic cycle that we are living in, um. So that was really exciting and also just kind of shocking. Um, I knew we had King Will and Alexander and Queen Maxima going to Germany next, next week, but this one thoroughly surprised me. Um, so anyway, that is what was going on today. Um, and so with that, we are going to go ahead and move over to the British royal family. to say, I'm kind of surprised that there weren't a lot more events in the British royal family over the past few days. I mean, like, I knew today would be kind of busy, um, but it was only busy for a couple of people, which is kind of nice because I would say, I mean, for sure, I talk, there are five people in the British royal family that I talk about every day. Um, no one else reaches five, uh, and the average, I think, is like three. um, So, I like when it's split up like this, but it was just kind of bizarre. I just expected there to be a lot more. Um, So, on Friday, Queen Elizabeth, this must have already happened, but I don't remember reading about it on the court circular, Um, but it was shared that Queen Elizabeth had been having Uh, took part in a video conference with the Canadian Forces Legal Branch, uh, like Armed Forces Legal Branch, to present them with a banner, uh, their banner for celebrating their centenary. Um, So this is something that I don't know that I've seen happen in the UK. It might have happened, and I've only just become more aware of this as a concept. Um, But where, like, the the organization, the branch, the unit will get a symbolic flag from the monarch or uh, the royal family, at least. And um, so that's what this was. It was like their special banner flag for their centenary. Um, and of course, Queen Elizabeth is the Queen of Canada. For those who don't know, she is. Uh, she is on their money and all of that jazz. Um, and she is recognized as their head of state. So um and commander in chief, etc. So that is they they highlighted like her relationship with the Canadian Canadian people in general, but the Canadian Canadian Armed Forces as well. Um, so that was on Friday. Saturday and Sunday, there was nothing. Um which still shocks me. Like I don't know, it's just been a couple of weeks where it's just been like busier weekends. And so like, it felt really quiet. Um, So on, so then we get to today, Um, like even on the court circular, you guys, there was nothing on Friday, nothing on Saturday or Sunday. Um, And then we get to today and today starts Royal Week in Scotland. Uh, So this is a week where Queen Elizabeth will take on a series of engagements in Scotland. Um, she resides in Holyrood House, which is the official residence, uh, of the monarch in Scotland, um, and it's in Edinburgh. And so she spends a week undertaking engagements. Um, and then typically, I think this is how this works. From then she'll travel to Balmoral, um, which is in the highlands of Scotland, and it's not the official residence. Um, but I think that's what will happen but I'm not sure. Um, and so, and also like, we are still living in a very freshly light side of the pandemic world. Um, so today she took on a series of engagements with the Duke of Cambridge. Um, actually she took on like a couple of, eh, no, it was a series. Um, so first together, they visited, um, the Inn, inn Innbrunn, factory. Is that what it's called? I want to, I want to get this part right. Hang on. I'm sorry. I want to get this part right. Um, in brew factory, which is a apparently world, like at least Scotland famous beer, like brewing company. Um, and so they toured the factory, they met with workers. William tried some, talked about it. Um, and then Queen Elizabeth just walked off. You guys, I love this dynamic so much because, um, you know, I mean, it is a very much like grandmother-grandson dynamic, but then it's very publicized. I just love it. I think it's very funny. Um, like she she was done and so she moved on. She had more duties to engage in. Um, there was a somewhat walk about. Now it was a very chill, like no one was shaking hands, which I don't think they do anyway. Um, but like there were people there to greet her. There were flowers given you guys. I lost my mind because it looked so normal. That's happened a few times today. Um, so that happened. And then also today, uh, in Scotland, uh, the Queen and Prince William met with volunteers and first responders at Holyrood house to thank them for their work during the pandemic. Um, and this was held after the ceremony of the keys, which is when Queen Elizabeth receives the keys to Edinburgh because she is in residence in Edinburgh, which is a very like ancient ceremony kind of thing. Um, I don't think it's ancient, but it's a very traditional ceremony. Um, And so that was the day, so Queen Elizabeth will be taking on engagements, like I said, through the rest of the week. Um, William is joining her for the first part. I don't know if he'll be with her tomorrow or not, Um, but then towards the end of the week, her daughter, Princess Anne, will join her um, because William has to be back in London on the 1st, by the 1st. I'm sure he'll be back before then, but there is obvious, for those who don't know, there's a pretty intense event on July 1st, I think. Um that we'll talk about of course when do we get there. I'm also not entirely sure that that's the date. It's either third. it's would make sense to be on July 1st. Um so that is what was going on in the UK. I can go ahead and pull up the court circular, but I'm going to just guess that it was all pretty quiet. Also, my um mail, I just got an email. Apparently, I forgot to silence that for the day. Sorry. Um, okay. So Apple news. Yep. I'm going to talk you through how I do this. Um, okay. June 28th of 2021. Um, palace of Hollywood house. Okay. I'm just reading through here. Um, everything so far is Hollywood House, and that is it. Um, Nothing from the Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall or from the Duchess of Cambridge today. So with that, let's go ahead and move on to Denmark. It was a surprisingly busy few days. Um, I'm surprised anytime Denmark is busy, by the way, because for the first four months of the year, they were just never busy. Um, And even into April, they weren't busy. But then like May and June have been not busy per se, but certainly busier than the first four months of the year. So on Friday, uh, Queen Margaretha had two different events in Copenhagen. You guys, I'm very confused. It's not because I I question her means of transportation. I don't. She can fly or helicopter or whatever. Also, Denmark isn't that huge. So Groston to Copenhagen may not be that far of a drive. I don't know, but I'm just, she's been all over the place, which is probably how it is in a normal time, but this woman has not traveled around her country in over a year. And so for me, it's very strange. Um, so on Friday, she participated in the clock parade for the Royal Guard. Um, she participated in this at Rosenberg castle, which is, um, I would say more of like a ceremonial castle for Denmark. Um, it is where the Royal, um, at least where Queen Margrethe's parents are buried, um, is at Rosenberg. The Royal Guard seems to be based in Rosenberg. So it seems very, um, more of a ceremonial castle than a residence castle. Um, but so that was her first event. And then she also officially opened the exhibition called The Trip, which was focusing on Danish Vikings. They aren't just Danish, you guys. <laughs> Denmark, Norway, and Sweden have a very, um, intertangled past, um, because at one point they were all one country and then Denmark separated or Norway and Sweden separated from Denmark and then Norway separated from Sweden. And so now they're three separate countries, but they're, they're very entangled. And so like Vikings, when we talk about Vikings, they have history in all three countries, because at the time of the Vikings, they were all the same country. Um, they may have had like their own nationality within that country, but it's certainly all the same. So, um, this was, the exhibition is held at the National Museum in Copenhagen and will be on display for the next two years. Um, it'll go off of display in at the end of 2023. So that is very cool. Um, and then on Saturday, we're back to the Southern Jutland in Nick Groston, um, where Queen Margrethe received the Ride for Rehab cycling team, which if, if you remember, maybe it was just last month, uh, like beginning parts of May, maybe late parts of April, Crown Prince Frederick took part in a um, training ride with the Ride for Rehab team. Um, and so they, as part of their ride, had a surprise tour of Graston, um, and greet, a greeting from Queen Margrethe, as well as both of her sisters. Um, so Queen Anne-Marie of Greece and, uh, Princess Benedicti were both there as well. Um, and for, yeah. So that was Saturday, which, like, so fun, um, and then on Sunday, photos were released of Queen Margrethe and her sisters celebrating the summer at Groston um, and also on the Royal Yacht. So it seems like, uh, Princess Benedicti joined Margrethe, like, earlier last week, and then Queen Anne-Marie made her visit down, uh, late last week and will stay for who knows how long, um, which is, it's, it's very funny. Um, because for those who don't know, so Queen Anne Marie does now live in Greece again. Um, she's a deposed royal, there is no royal family in Greece, but they still use the titles. Whether they should or not, I don't know. I don't have a super opinion on, um, it's how the Danish royal house referred to her. So that's what I will say. Um, but like So, she is sisters of Queen Margrethe, right? And then Queen Sophia of Spain uh, is the sister to King Constantine, Queen Anne-Marie's husband. Um, And so, she was, Queen Sophia was in Greece and came home, like, came back to Spain mid last week. And so, that must have been about the same point that Queen Anne-Marie made her trip to Denmark. Also, I just love that royals are able to travel again. So glad. Um... So that was fun. Um, and also it was just really fun to see them all together. They are very close sibling, like sisters, um, which I think in any kind of three sister relationship, you find that. Um, and so it was was just very sweet that like they were all able to get together. There were a lot of events last summer that like made mention that Queen Anne-Marie should have been there, but like because of the pandemic couldn't be. So it was just really nice that she's able to be in Denmark this summer for however long. Um, So those photos were released on Sunday. And then today, continuing on with the summer theme, Crown Prince Frederick took part in a sailing event with young people um, as part of the Red Barnets and Save the Children's Holiday Camp because it's officially summer um, in Denmark. The I don't quite know when uh, the schools went out, but schools are no longer in session. And so, actually, I think it was just this weekend. Um, but then it is now summer. So that is a big, exciting thing for Denmark. Um, and now I expect it to be relatively quiet till the Olympics. No, maybe it'll be a little bit. Um, We'll see. I guess we'll see how far Denmark makes it in the uh, Euro Cup. That's what I'm waiting on now. Um, they've, they have they've made it to the quarterfinals, the round of eight. So anyway, um, that is what was going on over the past couple of days in Denmark. And now we are going to move over to the Dutch royal family. <laughs> was one event in the Netherlands over the weekend, and this is on Saturday. Um, so I think this is just like a thing, because as I was thinking about this more last year um, or more today about last year, um, I realized the same thing happened. So King Willem-Alexander on Saturday took part in the marking of Dutch Veterans Day, um, which was a larger event than last year. and uh, this year four veterans were able to share their experiences, um, of the difficult time they had, um, on missions. Um, and it was a in-person event, but definitely, well, I assume scaled down. It was scaled up from last year. Um, but it seemed to be larger, um, but also very COVID safe for sure. Um, And so they had the event and then a little reception afterwards where King Willem Alexander was able to talk a little more one-on-one with different veterans at the um, ceremony event. Um, The reason I was like, oh, this is interesting, is Saturday, so the 26th, is also Princess Alexia's birthday. Um, so it was her 16th birthday. So these two events are always going to fall on the same day, it seems like, um, which I didn't put together last year, but I'm obviously this year um, when I'm a year and a half in versus six months. Um, so that that I'll hopefully next year I'll remember to just talk about them in two different events, but maybe I won't. Who knows? Um, But anyway, that was the only event over the past couple of days in the Netherlands. I haven't looked at the calendar to see what they've got going on this week too much. I assume there will be some events, but I don't know. Um, So anyway, that is what was going on there. So now we are going to move over to the Spanish royal family. should mention before we start too much with the, uh, Spanish Royal family, we are skipping Norway today. Um, it does seem like the Norwegian Royal family has started holidays, um, for the rest of really the rest of the month and into July. Um, there will be some events, a large number of events held on July 22nd. We will cover those, um, I'm thinking that will get its own episode, just so you all know. Um, that'll be a, a much sadder episode, um, like special singular episode uh, than some of the other ones I've done, but um, because they're, they're, right now it's scheduled for like four or five different events to mark the 10th anniversary of the July 22nd terrorist attacks in Norway. Um, We're gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and make that an episode probably of its own. Um, but that is when the next events on the calendar for the Norwegian royals are. Um, so in Spain, we had a little bit of a busy weekend. Um, on Friday, King Felipe attended the. I'm just gonna read this one because I don't understand it completely. Um, but he attended the closure of the 22nd general staff course of the higher school of the armed forces which i'm thinking is like an officer training school but it may not be um during the event felipe delivered the decoration to the officer at the top of his class uh, the class um, and then an award to the most distinguished student from friendly and allied countries. So this is what's making me think maybe it's like a military academy kind of thing um, where you're training different countries as well. Um, We have a couple of these in the states where different members will come. Um, I'm not sure, like Sandringham is more for non-ranked, like young people, but it's the same kind of deal. Um, It's just an officer training academy, essentially. Um, So that was King Felipe's event on Friday. Um, Meanwhile, Queen Letizia attended a board meeting for the student residents, which is something that confuses me. They have been going to this either together or separately since before I started even paying attention to the Spanish royal family. So pre 2011, I still have no idea what this is. Um, it, It seems to be a center that was established to serve as a hub for scientific and artistic exchange. So like a place for not the traditional kind of student, but like students and experts in like PhD students kind of thing to come together and focus on these events or these topics and collaborate and things like that, um, I think is what it is, but I'm not entirely sure. Um, so that was Friday. On Sunday, so nothing on Saturday, on Sunday, King Felipe attended the dinner ahead of the start of the Mobile World Congress in Barcelona. and then we get to today where King Flea attended the opening of the GSMA Mobile World Congress, um, which is an annual technology trade show kind of thing that focuses on mobile communication. So if you're in the States um, and are familiar with like technology conferences like this, it's kind of like a CES, like a consumer electronics show but only focused on mobile devices and data and things like that. So GSMA, well, yeah, GSMA is a a type of, like, antenna type of thing. Um, It's very complicated and confusing, and I'm not going to go into it, but it's a technology trade show for mobile communication. So, like, um, companies like Hawaii, uh, I think it's called... Huawei. Um, it's a phone company, Samsung, Apple, like kind of all of these companies. And then also like, um, Vodafone, which is a a European telephone company, um, all come and do, um, booths and like show off what's coming next for them. So it's a big deal. I think King Felipe goes every year. I can kind of remember him going There was some sort of version of the Mobile World Congress last year. It wasn't huge by any stretch, um, but there was some version of it, I think. Um, So anyway, that was his event today. Um, And then Queen Letizia presided over the World Blindness Summit uh, opening session, which was in Madrid um, are hosted in Madrid this year. I don't think it's in Madrid every year, um, so this was in partnership with uh, ONCE, which is the Spanish foundation, uh, for, or the foundation for Spanish blind people, it's something. <laughs> it's something very along those lines, um, it's hard to, like, translate it all. Um, so she took part in that today. Um, And then we will not see her again until Thursday. Um, We will see King Felipe every day until Thursday, also on Thursday as well. Um, So on Thursday is the Princess of Girona Awards. I'm still unsure. I think I am going to do an episode focused solely on that as well, because I do one for the Princess of Astorias Awards. The problem is the Astorias Awards take like three days and this is taking one, Um, but I still might go into it and talk um, about all the different award winners and stuff like that. Um, So that'll go up Saturday morning. Um, I'll record it on Friday and it'll go up on Saturday because I'm holding out hope that there will be some Friday things in it as well, but there probably won't be because Secretary of the UN is coming, but we'll see. Um, okay. So that is what was going on in Spain. So now let's move over to the Swedish Royal family. finishing today's episode with the Swedish Royal family. Um, there were a couple of events over the past couple of days, which is wonderful for um, me in terms of like talking about different things, um, but it's going to be pretty sparse from Sweden. So it seems like the Scandinavians are just going to really be fairly chill um, over the next couple of months, really. Um, And if I remember my timelines correctly, uh, Scandinavia kind of comes back in August while everyone else goes on holiday. Um, but you know, I can't, I'm not going to take two months off of the podcast as much as I would sometimes like to. I'm not going to do that. So I am still taking just August. Um, and it's not even off. It's just weekly episodes instead of daily Um, But Sweden has pretty sparse events throughout the month scheduled, which is fine. Um, But on Friday, Crown Princess Victoria took part in the uh, or gave a digital greeting to the opening ceremony of the UN meeting about water related disasters. Um, Yeah, that's what I have to say about that. I, I didn't do a ton of research on this one. Um, I'm sure the speech was in English because it was to the UN, but I, I'm going to be very honest. I didn't even watch it. Um, but anyway, bad podcast host award today. Um, but that's okay. Um, because the thing I wanted to talk about more is today King Carl Gustav met with the prime minister of Sweden, who announced his intention to resign and then resigned, um, today after a vote of no confidence last week. So I think I mentioned in last week's episode that Sweden was kind of on the verge of like some sort of political crisis. Um, and we have, I'm, I'm still not going to call it a crisis, but like kind of, um, so the speaker of the Rick's dog, will now have four tries, essentially, to find a new prime minister that will have enough backing, so a majority backing from members of parliament uh, of Riksdag. And then if he fails, um, a snap election will be called. So Sweden has kind of set election cycles like we do um and there's is next september i think and it would be like our government just dissolving which god i hope this never happens um and like we need to hold an election quickly um which is just a nightmare scenario to me um but hopefully that will not be the case. Um, you know, Sweden has gone through it this year. Some of that is their own government's making. Um, but I don't think the people of Sweden need to be put through too much more, um, in terms of that after the past, you know, year that everyone has had the pandemic, Sweden is really just getting to a place of normal. Um, after in, in, bracing finally some stricter lockdown measures, uh, starting at the beginning of the year. And so it's, it's interesting. It's something that I'll probably follow fairly closely because it's just something that fascinates me on a personal level. Um, I'm not sure how much involvement King Carl Gustav will have. Um, but this will be very similar in like how I keep you up to date on what's going on in the Netherlands. Um, because that government is still kind of trying to be formed as well. Um, and we'll just, we'll see what ends up happening um, in terms of like the royal war, the royal role. That was a tongue twister for me. Um, how, what that looks like. So we'll see. Um, but anyway, that is what was going on in Sweden. That is what I wanted to talk a little bit more about. Um, I am currently working on updating the website and Instagram over the past couple of days. Yeah. I took a break from everything. It was super needed and super refreshing, um, but now there's a lot of catch up work to be done. So I'm hoping to have that all done by the end of the day. Um, if I don't get like shadow banned on Instagram from posting too many times, oh, I don't know if that's a thing, a thing, but it could be. Um, So anyway, that is what was going on in all of our countries, um, and I will be back tomorrow to talk about all of the events from Tuesday. Um, But until then, have a fantastic Tuesday, and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye.